0: Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Resilient Leaders podcast created specifically for hungry leaders like you. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. And as leadership seems to be becoming more and more exhausting and, and complex, our organization exists to help leaders like you gain the perspective and the tools that you need to lead with health, clarity, and confidence. And that's why Resilient Leader... I do this to equip, empower, and encourage you, because leadership can be hard and lonely, and we're trying to be companions with you on the journey. Well, last week, we looked at the first part of this important exploration of the topic of habits. And if you missed last week's episode, episode 136, I want to encourage you to pause this episode right now that you're listening to. And I want you to go back and listen to 136, because it will give you important context that you need to understand this episode, episode 137. To great leaders, as we talked about, the word habit is not a bad word. It's a good word. It is helpful, important, irreplaceable word. It can be a gift. It can be a tool. Let me share with you briefly my daily and weekly habits. Now, I want to share these with you. This is not so much that you can copy me and do exactly what I do. That's not what I'm asking. I would never want you to do that. It's simply to show you some real examples so this idea of habits and cultivating habits doesn't feel theoretical. Maybe it'll give you it'll grease the skids of some ideas or creativity or some areas where you can think about. And then I can give you a clear picture of how you can do that in your own life. So, for example, my morning routine, my alarm goes off at 6.30. I listen to uh, the song by Cake, The Distance. That's my wake-up song. My phone is across the room because I don't want to hit snooze. On Monday, Wednesday, Friday, sometimes Saturday, I swim. When I go to the Y, I sit in the sauna for 10 minutes. I swim what I hope to be most days, 36 laps, which is a mile. I shower and then come home. I spend time in reflection, reading, and prayer in the sunroom of our house. I journal. I read my Bible. I pray for my day and for those I will meet with. Um, Make breakfast. I make a breakfast smoothie for me and my youngest son, and then I help to get the kids off to school. Once I get to the office, I don't check email first thing in the morning. The things that require the largest amount and highest amount of my mental thinking, I start there. That's most important because I'm, I'm on the most in the mornings. I put my phone on airplane mode for at least 60, 60 minutes in the morning at some point, just completely shut it off, unless I'm in a meeting. Um, Unless I'm meeting someone for lunch, I often try to eat the same thing, a small sandwich or a salad. I stand up and I work for portions of my day. I drink lots and lots of water. I check in with my wife via text or phone. I take a walk around the block and I try to be home around 5.30 to be present with my family. I also try to put my phone away for the next 60 to 90 minutes around dinner time to be fully present. Before bed, I make the coffee pot for the next morning, I check the weather, I set my alarm, I lay out my clothes. I don't want to think about my clothes in the morning, so I do it in the evening. And if I'm swimming the next day, I'll pack my gym bag, read for at least 30 minutes, and I try to be in bed by 11 p.m. I'll be honest with you here, bad habit for me. It usually tips to 1115, 1130. This is a bad habit. This is a habit that I need to create to become better so that I, I wake up I'm more rested in the morning. Here's some great practical advice, Great wisdom from James Clear. If you haven't read the book "Atomic Habits" by James Clear, I highly recommend it. Inity has this great line. He says, "Be radically proactive about behavior that pays off in 10 years. Be radically proactive about behavior that pays off in 10 years. Now, let me get very practical with you. I want to share with you the six steps that I want to encourage you to to cultivate healthy habits that can work in your own life and leadership, all right? Number one. Number one is simply make the commitment. To start, you need to make a resolute commitment to cultivating good habits. It must be intrinsically motivated. If not, this will fail. It's got to mean something to you, not to other people. It's got to mean something to you. That you're going to cultivate some good habits. Okay. That's the most important thing. You can't just have a desire for it. You have to commit to it. Uh, it was Herm Edwards, the former NFL coach who now teaches now coaches at Arizona State on their football team. He said, a, a plan, a dream without a plan is just a wish. We've got to be able to make a commitment. And then we'll talk about a plan in a second. Number two, we talked about last week, and that's becoming aware of your habits. You have to be aware of your habits, good and bad. If not, you'll struggle big time. Being aware of our habits, big and small, good and bad, are like the you are here sticker when you're at a trailhead and about to hike a mountain. You need to know where your car is at the parking lot because you got to know what trail you're about to hike. So just becoming aware, you got to become aware of your habits. Number three is cultivating a vision for your life and then work backward. Oftentimes we think about what Craig Rochelle talks about, um, the difference between do goals versus who goals. Who goals are better. So who do you want to become? Who do you want to become six months from now, five years from now, maybe at your funeral? Uh, what What do you want your life to be known for? And so try to work backward then of who you want to become? What is the vision of what you're after? Step number four, consider these three questions. What good habits am I doing that I want to cultivate even more? What good habits do I want to start doing? And what bad habits do I need or want to stop doing? Consider those three questions. Step number five, develop a list of habits that you want to cultivate and how, and you've got to be specific. Make them realistic. Don't set yourself self up for failure. It is incredibly important that you start small. I mean, even smaller than you think. If it's small, make it even smaller than that. Develop habits, or as James Clear says, develop systems that help you accomplish and become who you want to become. If you want to get more specific about how you think about your time specifically at, at work, once you to think about the three areas of a leader's time think time. FaceTime, admin time. We've talked about this on the podcast before. Think time, every leader needs some time to reflect. Do you have habits that, that help you reflect? Face time. these are times that we have face-to-face with people when we're actually interacting with others in a room or across the table from someone, and then admin time. We all have administrative time. It could be email or schedule or uh, writing a note or whatever it is. We may love or we may hate admin time, but we still need to cultivate habits. No one can go without some admin time. I mentioned James Clear. He said, make good habits easier and bad habits harder. Boy, that's a great line. Make good habits easier to accomplish and bad habits harder to engage in. If you make good habits easier, then you feed the healthy ones. For example, I know what I'm going to eat for breakfast almost every morning, a smoothie with my son. And I make bad habits harder. I want to starve the bad habits. For example, my phone is across the room when I sleep. So when it rings in the morning, I have to get up because I don't want to develop the bad habit of pressing snooze and rolling back over in the morning. When the alarm rings, I'm up. If you want to, another example, if you want to eat better, then put some healthy snacks in your desk drawer at work, and when you're hungry, you can eat those—almonds or peanuts or a banana. But don't put Twizzlers or Nerds in there. Make it really easy for you to grab something healthy, and make it really difficult for you to grab something that's not. Now, step number six: Invite others into the process. Invite a few trusted friends or coworkers or family members, a mentor, a coach, an accountability partner. You can mention your, your, your habits, the desire that you have, the commitment that you're making. It provides support and reinforcement and provides a feedback loop for you. You can even ask them, what do you think are my bad habits? And when do I get in my own way? It gives you the opportunity to celebrate with them when you develop that habit. I want to give you a few resources if you want to go further on this because habits are so important. Here are three books I'd recommend. I've already mentioned Atomic Habits by James Clear. Another great one is The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And number three, Tiny Habits by B.J. Fogg. Now, if you want to listen to some podcasts, this is a good one, I hope for you, yours truly, as we talk about habits and other things. It's a good habit to get into, seeing that they're so short uh, and easy to listen to. But also Craig Groeschel's Leadership Podcast. That can be a great one. There are two newsletters I'd recommend as well. And one is James Clear's uh, newsletter. He has one that comes out every Thursday called uh, The Three Two One Thursday. You can sign up very easily uh, at uh, jamesclear.com slash 3-2-1. I highly recommend it. And then also the one that we put out that comes out every Tuesday morning called Five Things in Five Minutes. We'll also put these in the show notes, all of these resources, if you want to see the links, if you want to see those, if you miss those the first time here. I hope that you're able to develop habits, not out of legalism, not out of striving or trying harder, but out of helping you become and stewarding well who you need to be. I hope it's been really helpful for you. So thanks for joining me today. This podcast, as all of our episodes are, is produced by Joel Limbowen, the founder and owner of On Limb Productions. He produces podcasts and makes fantastic videos for organizations like yours. You can check out his great work at onolimproductions.com, or you can check out the show notes for more information. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning and learning. And remember, habits can be our friends develop habits, use these six steps as a way of developing habits so that you can be who you're supposed to be and steward well and steward faithfully who you need to be as a leader. Have a great week.